This is your reminder that Karen, Delina, and Shalon are not professionals of any kind. If you need medical, fitness, or nutritional advice, please seek out qualified professionals that do that sort of thing. Well, hey there, you have stumbled into Sister Sharpen Sister. We get together and talk about first one thing and then another, but you never really know where our conversations are gonna end up. All right, y'all, welcome back. My name is Shalon, and I'm joined by my beautiful and strong sisters, Delina and Karen. Today, we are talking about self-care. It's been a big thing over the past few years. Very much, and I think that there is a misconception of what true self-care really is. Yeah, I would agree with that. A definition of self-care that I wrote down out of my own craziness in my brain we're all mad here, right? <laughs> was self-care is being genuine to your goal. It's not just giving yourself what you want. It's giving yourself what you need to achieve your goal. Yeah, I agree with that. Very much so. But, yeah, what well, I, I actually looked up the definition from Oxford Languages. They say that it is the practice of taking action to preserve or improve one's own health. And it also says that the practice of taking an active role in protecting one's own well-being and happiness, in particular during periods of stress. So that kind of folds right into it, what Shalon just said. Yeah. So where do you stand when it comes to self-care? Well, I, I, you know, I did a little bit of research and a um, bunch of different websites. Some will say, oh, there's five kinds, seven kinds, eight kinds. It doesn't matter how many kinds are, you group it however you want. You need to do whatever you need to do to keep yourself healthy. And it, it's physical health, mental health, spiritual health, emotional health, relationship health. You know, I mean, it's it's all of that combined. And when I was doing this research, I, I, I thought of the analogy of people taking care of their cars. You know, you take your car in for regular maintenance. You have the oil change. You have pressure checked in the tires. Do you do that to yourself? Do you change your oil? Do you check the pressure in your tires? You don't do that. A lot of people don't do that, but they do it with their car. You need to do the same thing with you or your home. You know, how many people in their home, they have like air conditioning companies that come out and check the central heating and air units twice a year. You know what? Take yourself to the doctor once or twice a year. You need to, and you do things around your house to take care and maintain your home. Even if it's something as simple as wiping off the counter in your kitchen, you need to, whatever type of ways you do to take care of the things in your life, you need to do, do the same thing to yourself. And it might be, I don't know, taking a walk. It might be reading a book. It might be, oh, you really wanted to watch this really funny movie you saw advertised on the streaming, whatever. Sit down and watch it. it might make you laugh, laugh your head off and it might help you quite a bit. Mm. Take care of yourself the same way or in better ways than you take care of the objects in your life. Yeah. I, when I think of self-care, the analogy I think of is a parent to a child mm -hmm. because a parent is not just going to give the child what they want. They're going to give the child what is best for them. And that is not ice cream for breakfast that, you know, <laughs> that is not allowing them to draw and color on the walls. You give them and you mold them into what is best for them to be a better human being, <laughs> right? That's mm -hmm. the, the hashtag that Karen likes, be a better human. <laughs> be a better human. <laughs> yeah. Really goes to yourself too. You have to. You have to, I don't know what it is about an adult. Maybe it's just because we've always not been given things that we really wanted. And so as adults, we kind of just like, oh, now I'm going to, you know, go 
hey gal, now I'm going to go drink a whole bottle of wine. Now I'm going to go, I don't know, experiment. Spend, with spend all my savings I've got to go to Scotland. Yeah. I would love to go to Scotland, but I'm not going to spend all of my savings to go do it. Oh my gosh. I would love to go to Scotland too. And I just watched a video today of uh, Andy, the Highlander, who was at a castle, not a castle. Was it a castle? I don't, it was beautiful and it was on the, on this lock and you can actually make reservations to stay there. And I looked at it and let's go. (laughs) (laughs) It's really difficult, especially for uh, women. And that may change with the focus on self-care that we've seen recently. So it may change with the upcoming generations. But for us and probably a couple generations after us, women were led to believe that the happiness and well-being of everybody in our family is our responsibility. Mm-hmm. So where does that place us on the list of who gets care? We're usually at the bottom, unless you're narcissistic and very self-centered. <laughs> <laughs> Until you realize that you do have to take care of yourself first sometimes so you can pour out onto other people. Yes. Yeah. You, you cannot fill somebody from, from an empty cup. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's the first thing is to just recognize that self-care is something that needs to be done. Yes. It's not a selfish thing. No. Self-care does not mean selfish. Yeah. You won't really have a real definition of self-care until you recognize that you need it. And then self-care, I think, is defined by the individual and the stage of life that they're in. Oh, yes. Yeah. Because self-care in your 20s is not going to be the same as self-care in your 50s. Mm -hmm. Uh, Once you recognize that you need it, then you can define and decide what you need at that moment. You know, sometimes, like Didi was saying, self-care can look like crafting. It can be getting together with your friends and playing a game or going to a club and dancing. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, it could be what bubble baths and skincare. Yes. It could be getting with your sisters and doing a podcast. Absolutely. It could be getting with your neighbor and going, I don't know, start, start a running camp or whatever. And you get more ladies involved, even some guys. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Indeed. I don't think we in this podcast can answer what someone else needs for self-care because Mm -hmm. our definition of self-care is going to be different from theirs. Um, I think all three of us, probably because we're sisters and we pretty much have the same goal, a lot of our self-care definition is going to be the same. Yeah. So, But I do think that we can give some interesting points and highlights and and places for people to start. Yeah, absolutely. And one thing I want to say is that now I don't have any children and Karen, your your children are already grown, but you do have grandchildren that are young. Shalon, your children are still pretty young. So if you exercise self-care for yourself, it's going to help teach them that they need to do the same thing. I think that there are three major things every single human being on this earth needs to do as self-care. Sleep, nutrition, movement. Yes, yes, and yes. (laughs) I don't care who you are, what your goal is. You need sleep. You need to feed your body, fuel, nutritious food. So, And then you need to move your body. I think that can be the foundation of everybody's self-care. Yeah, absolutely. And we need to also not forget about the emotional and spiritual self-care. You need to pray. And I think possibly self-reflection. Yes. You know, because self-reflection can show you things you may need to do differently for your self-care, but it can also show you what you're doing correctly for self-care. And you could perhaps even share that with other people to help them, which may actually help you with your self-care to help other people. 
Yeah, something, it's funny, something that I wrote down, Dee, was learning your tendencies and deficiencies and providing yourself boundaries and taking things or doing things where, that help your deficiencies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what you said there was one of the things that I had come up with for self-care was to set boundaries. Boundaries are not bad. And we need to have them established in our own life because otherwise you're going haywire. Yeah. We don't want chaos. No. I mean, take relationships for an example. There is a big trend toward a polygamous relationship status. The hookup culture. Yes. Mm -hmm. If you set boundaries pertaining to your relationships, that shows that you value yourself. Mm -hmm. For me somebody that does the hookup culture, you're saying, I don't care. You can use me however you want and I'll go out and I'll do it again. Because they think they're using the other person most likely. Yeah. Why would one person want to do that to somebody else? Why do people want to do that? It's a a good question. They are, there's a void in their lives and they think that it can be fulfilled through the physical enjoyment of sex with other people. Lots of other people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe don't focus so much on the why. And if we do actually know the answer, is it going to help us? If we know that answer, it might help them. Yeah, it wouldn't help me. No, but it (laughs) might help them. That's some self-care. It helps the individual with the obstacle. Yes. Good way of putting it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it can help you identify what your obstacle is, you know? I mean, at least I think it could. Yeah. And I, I... And well, us as Christians, you know, we, we know that the void that a lot of people are missing nowadays is the spiritual side. Yes. Yes. They need to focus on spiritual self-care. Yeah. Yeah, There's a reason why monks seclude themselves. Yeah. Too much, too much distraction from what's really important. Yeah. It's, it's a fast. Yeah, it is. And we are encouraged to fast. Let's face it. I don't fast. No, it doesn't. I don't know. I don't necessarily fast food wise either. No, I mean you. You guys eat eat dinner at what seven, and then you eat breakfast at seven or eight. So that's a fast. That's a twelve hour fast. It it is yes, but in the biblical sense, it's not a fast. But well, people, well, people will fast for a few days or whatever, or even for twenty four hours. But as a diabetic who takes insulin, I can't fast. Yeah, exactly. And because Christ fulfilled the law. We do not have to have our fasts be exactly like they are in the Old Testament. Yes. No, but if if a Christian is supposed to reflect Jesus and act like Jesus, Jesus fasted. Well, yes, he did. But it's also someone's heart condition and what they're coming at it from. Like the two of you, if you decided that, you know what, I'm going to fast, but because I can't just not eat food, my fast is going to look like... I don't know what, what can it look like? It can look like no meat. fasting yeah. from caffeine or no, 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 there's none of that. <laughs> none of that caffeine or, fasting or fasting from fried foods or something that you are running to for fulfillment that you shouldn't be like reels, man, <laughs> you come <kill> up my, <laughs> hey. Trust me, I know. Like I am <laughs> bad to scroll and scroll on social media, and I have this these games that I've been playing. Like this, 
block game that it's like Tetris, but a little different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. I know. I'm there with you. <laughs> so what does self-care look like for Delena? Well, for Delena, initially, um, let's start with the basics. For my health, I have to take my insulin every day. If I eat carbohydrates, I have to inject more insulin for that. And I have to have at least eight hours of sleep a night, probably a little more, for me to actually feel good the next day. So sleep is very important for me. It also helps control my blood sugar because if I don't get enough sleep, my blood sugars are not going to be, they're going to rise. Self-care for me is um, drinking plenty of water, taking time away and just having quiet, nothing on in the house, no nothing, just quiet. Because I need, I need quiet. Silence is a lost art. Yes. And I, I enjoy it. Sadly, my husband, he has a hearing deficit. He likes the noise. As soon as he wakes up that fast, snap of the fingers, he's turning the TV on. I don't, I'm here by myself. I don't turn the TV on for hours. I may not even turn it on until I sit down after I have my shower and eat supper that night before I even turn the TV on. But I'm doing reels. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Gosh, so self-care, reading, uh, reading scripture, emotional self-care. Let me think. Um, well, I don't know that I'm having any emotional issues right now, unless my blood sugar runs low. My blood sugar runs low, man, I'm not, I'm not good. But that goes with physical self-care because I have to eat the right amount of foods, the right kinds of foods, the right time of the day. It's consistency. So consistency for me would be self-care. Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whether that be with eating or, or reading or, or quiet time or prayer time, being consistent, finding something that works for you and just keep doing it. Well, I think this would be emotional self-care because it is for me. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, Getting together with you guys and talking different subjects and laughing and remembering yeah. things that we did when we were kids. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> that's, that's emotional self-care for me. So emotional self-care could involve for some people, family reunions. Mm-hmm. For some people, not. That might be traumatic for them. That, that might be emotional self-abuse. Yeah. So what about self-care for Shalon? What does that look like? Basically everything Didi just said. <laughs> Minus, <laughs> insulin. Minus the insulin. <laughs> Minus the insulin. Uh, sleep, of course, is important. I can do good on seven hours, usually. Nutrition is huge. Of course, movement, I have to get my workout in. And, you know, because of my workouts, my physical self-care goes into uh, stretching and yoga and using a foam roller and soaking in Epsom salt baths. Spiritual self-care is is prayer. Talking with my children is mm-hmm. something that I really enjoy, especially at night because they're... Um, it's funny at night. What is, what is it about kids at night? They become thirsty theologians. It's like, you know, you always need a glass of water and then they have these really deep conversations and that I love that. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's because they've, they've had the day to get everything out of the way. They're tired mm-hmm. and they feel safe with you and they can open up and ask those questions. Yeah. Uh, Relationship self-care for me and my husband is something that he likes to do is to watch TV shows with me. He would love it if I would game with him, but I am just not a gamer person. Like (laughs) the games that he likes to play. I am so sorry. That's just not my thing. (laughs) 
<laughs> give me give me like solitaire and the little game that I was just talking about that's like Tetris, but not really. Um, oh gosh, what is there? Uh, I, I learned that I have a vitamin D deficiency. So part of self-care for me is also making sure I take my vitamin D every day. <laughs> I love Saturday morning walks that I take. Sometimes I'll listen to music. Sometimes I just listen to the noises that are around me. Something that I like doing as a part of a self-care for me, it also is taking pictures of nature. <laughs> you know what self-care might include for some people, which I, I left this out, but it does include it for me is Sometimes just taking a day off from work just to have a day off from work. Mm -hmm. You got to do something or get something done. Just take a day off. I got, I got Monday through Thursday off this week. Yay. Karen, what's self-care for you? For me, includes a lot of the things that you guys have already said. It includes quiet time. Uh, I'm just going to put all of these together. Meditation, spending time with my husband. We do play video games together. <laughs> and that's great. You know, we, we get on the computer and we run around together in a fantasy world <laughs> and go kill things. <laughs> I don't know. That's something that we enjoy at times. Now, sometimes it can be very frustrating, but you know, but it is, it is fun together. Well, I imagine self-care might include hunting. It, it does. I'm sure it does. And when he goes out, he doesn't always get something because it's called hunting, not killing. Yeah. <laughs> He enjoys going out into, into nature and being in nature. Yeah. And that's another thing that. for me is that when the weather is appropriate, I love to sit on my back porch mm -hmm. and just look at this huge maple tree that I have in our backyard. Mm -hmm. And when I say huge, I mean huge. It's probably two and a half stories tall. It's gigantic. I love sitting on my back porch and watching that and just, just listening. Listening yes. to bird watching. How did I not say bird watching? <laughs> wrong with me <laughs> i even do it in the winter time i do it from a kitchen window but i'll tell you what if, if i have to work the weekend i miss that so much and when i get to do it again it is so relaxing and so fulfilling just to get sit and watch birds eat for crying out loud <laughs> and fly around and have a little bickering and another big one for me is crafting oh yeah because okay y'all know how many different crafts I have done. <laughs> yes. What's the saying is that I like to uh, collect crafting supplies and just not use them. <laughs> That's what Arnie thinks you do. Yes, that is what Arnie thinks you do. I like to sew. I crochet. I, uh, what else do I do? I, I draw, I paint. Currently working on a new tattoo for my I love that you design his tattoos. I tell people about this. <laughs> I, I, I love that your son wants and lets you do that. Yeah. yeah. But cool. That's what I like to do. And I, and I read. I do like right. to read. Journal. I do journal. Yeah. That's a big one. And let me, Shalon is almost finished. Oh. <laughs> with the book. Yeah, Monday, to Holy cow. That's one you did today. And I'm on page. I am so far behind. I'm on day 12. <laughs> well, you, you've been watching them though. So you I do. But yeah. I've also been journaling them. Oh, okay. I mean, this is a book that I. Oh, nice. Huh. And I set it, I set it up for specifically journaling uh, devotions and 
verses or quotes that I've come across. But another thing that I like to do for self-care is yoga. And a lot of people have the misconception that yoga is tied to specific religion when it isn't. It's about meditation Mm -hmm. and movement. Now you can meditate on whether or not you're going to eat Neapolitan ice cream when you get finished stretching, or you can meditate on a Bible verse. Yes. There, I think that what scares people is it has been depicted as a spirituality practice. Yes. And they just don't understand it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think anybody of any faith can do yoga. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think absolutely. anybody of any faith can do yoga that pertains to that faith. Yeah. And I think you can do yoga just for the sake of doing, doing yoga. For when, the I, when I was looking things up, <laughs> I ran into something called laughter yoga. <laughs> we, I think we would all be really good at that. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. They say that 10 to 15 minutes of laughter yoga exercises reduces stress, makes your immune system stronger, and keeps your mind positive during challenging times. They have a free laughter club on Zoom. They also have a YouTube channel, and I will link it in the show notes. But Mm -hmm. I just thought that was absolutely awesome. Laughter yoga. Who would have thought? How does it work? Like, how do you get yourself to laugh when you're Um, doing yoga? I'm not entirely sure because I haven't actually looked into it too deeply, but laughter is the best medicine. Mm-hmm. Isn't there a, like a proverb to that? Yeah. <laughs> That's how you get yourself to laugh while you're doing yoga. You you let reels play of comedians doing their comedy shows. <laughs> Down dog. <laughs> Watching Michael Jr. <laughs> gosh it makes me think of that that um that meme it's of that that pug where it says inhale and he inhales and he's an upward dog and he says exhale and he goes to do downward dog and then he farts (laughs) (laughs) have you seen that no i haven't (laughs) you have to send it to me okay there's also some compelling research concerning yoga and cancer And I'm not going to get into it too deeply, but the National Library of Medicine, and there's a PubMed article on it, and I will link it in the show notes. Um, It's a review of evidence-based research where yoga helps to boost the immune system. And there are some people who claim, claim Mm -hmm. in quotes, that yoga cured their cancer. Now, I'm not going to go whole ham and say yoga cures cancer. I don't think that happens. What I do think happens is that it's a different mindset. And when you have a different mindset, I really believe you have a difference in the things that your body will produce as far as hormones and uh, the production of certain uh, cells and things like that. Yeah, it it can also help it destroy the bad cells. Yes. Movement in general, doesn't matter what it is, helps your body produce is it t-cells the ones that fight yes so i don't think that it could just necessarily be restricted to yoga you know and this all brings to mind of this this reel that i (laughs) watch that um what they did was they they had some um some people that they 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 took their blood with like a similar thing as what a diabetic would prick the finger with put it on um a glass slide and put it under a microscope and looked at the red blood cells. 
and they were there were clumps of them all clumped together and then these same people went out into nature with their shoes off touching their feet to the earth within i think they said like 10 minutes they came back in took blood again put it on a, a new slide and looked under it and the the red blood cells were no longer connected they were flowing more freely grounding yeah it's now, important to be in nature and not yes. only be in it but to be, be part of, of it, it. Yes. yes yeah touch the trees smell the flowers yeah. uh, walk barefoot i can't walk barefoot in my yard we have three dogs <laughs> find a place where you can walk barefoot yeah or get shoes that simulate walking barefoot (laughs) you still wouldn't be able to feel the grass on your feet but no but you could still touch the grass with your hands and i don't know if that would have the same effect but it might well just working in the dirt you know planting the vegetables and stuff like that i think that helps touch the earth yeah self-care is individual you have to decide what your self-care is I mean, you can read every article there is on the internet about self-care, but the only thing it's going to do is give you ideas and suggestions, and that's the place to start. Yeah, and you can do them, and if they don't work for you, then you know it's not going to work for you. Try something else. Yes, exactly. Exactly. But do it more than once. Definitely. Really is just a science experiment on yourself. (laughs) It really is. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Be your own guinea pig. (laughs) (laughs) That's how it is with crafting. You know, I've tried knitting. I know how to knit. I know how to use the knitting needles. I know what the stitches are. I prefer crochet. Mm. Uh, yeah, right. I mean, I have a knitting project in my desk drawer right here. It's about three years old. <laughs> I'll work on it for a little bit and then I stop. You know, mm-hmm. let, me, let me talk about self-care for myself in a minute and crafting because I used to craft like Karen And I used to start things and start things and start things. And I would never finish them. And that was more stressful to me, even though I thought it was helping me. But it took me a long time, 12, 15 years to realize that, you know what? This is not benefiting me. I would love to be able to do it. But right now, at this point in my life, I just can't. Yeah. And that goes back to the different stages of your life. Your self-care is going to look different. Yes. Like my self-care in the fifties with grown children and grandchildren who live out of state looks far different than somebody in their twenties, thirties, or forties that has small children. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. What in your life can you control or change that you are not putting focus on that would help your self-care if you did control it or change it? Mm, Good question. The amount of time I spend on my phone. (laughs) Okay. So a little bit of fasting from your phone then. Absolutely. I think okay. I could use the same thing and Dee could probably say reels. Fasting <laughs> <laughs> from reels. <laughs> okay, you know what? Let's pick one day this week and do a phone fast. We will only use it for communication, like a phone is was intended to be used when it was first invented, and not do any kind of reels unless we're posting to social media for accountability because I feel like I have mm-hmm. to do that. Same. <laughs> And, you know, avoid any kind of games and, and reels and stuff like that. I don't really play play games on it or anything, but I do. I am, I'm telling you, it's, it's a new addiction on my phone. And I'm more likely to do on the phone than I am on the, the, the laptop for some reason. I don't know why. Well, it's just yeah. easier to swipe. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Sister Sharp and Sister. We are exclusively on Spotify. Follow us on Instagram at Sister Sharp and Sister. 
And join the conversation by sending us an email to sharpsistertrio at gmail.com. Talk to you later. Bye.